back in the wild again And I feel right at home where I belong I had that feeling coming over me again Just like it happened so many times before all right, all right, all right. You're here. It's PA Rep Reports Hunting, Fishing and Outdoors. It's PA Rep Rob, PA Rep Mike, PA Rep Brad. Go ahead, take it away, Mikey, unless Rob wants to interrupt you this time. You missed, you missed, what episode is it? Episode yeah. 17. <laughs> X. I was getting into that. X. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Anyhow, so, first day of rifle. Has come and gone. We're in the second week now. It's getting close to the end. It's crunch time. <laughs> People crunch need to time. fill their tags. <laughs> crunch time. Fill Mike does. Nah, hey, I've, I'm out of doe tags, man. Well, how was your first you day of rifle? <laughs> uh, Mike, you had a great story with a new piece of property. Yeah, I went out to state game lands uh, out in Bedford County. Never been there before. Uh, hunted with uh, my sales rep from Bear Archery and... Uh, we ran out, and he had been out there for turkey. And, uh, oh, here we go. Brad's making signs at me. No, he had been out there for turkey hunting. Um, it was like a last-minute deal, uh, so we went out. And he hunted a hillside, and he said he kind of explained to me the property. And at 5 o'clock in the morning, I really didn't, you know, care too much because I was like, kind of like, where the hell am I going? Uh, I walked back, found a little spot that I thought was going to be good, jacked up a tree with my climber, and, Next thing I know, I had two bucks come 25 yards from me, and I couldn't shoot either one. The one was probably 120 inch eight point. Couldn't shoot them because I couldn't get them through my scope. It was just, you know, it was the moon was out and it was light. You could see the ground, but pull the scope up and all I saw was brown. So that was a good morning, man. Being on some state game lands and you well, know what I mean, seeing deer. I'm glad you didn't shoot. I did hear a shot, however, the first day that <laughs> I hope it was. I mean, I don't hope it was an accident, but man. <laughs> You're not shooting a deer at that at, at that dark. Unless you have a flashlight taped uh, to your barrel. Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty dark. Uh, would you hear it? You were pretty close to me. Uh, no. Oh man, it was. I would say half hour before light. Wow! Wow! I was like, what? What is going on? Well, it, it was a weird morning because the moonlight. It was really you could walk yeah, you through could, the woods yeah. without a flashlight and yep. see where you were going. So if, I mean, somebody was hunting an, an open field. Flashlight, <laughs> spotlight, <laughs> maybe flashlight. headlights from a perhaps car. A spotlight, perhaps. Pulling into one in the parking lot. Oh, there's one right there. <laughs> Wham! This is the best season ever. But anyway, uh, I had a I had a good day. First day, uh, saw a lot of deer. They busted me a couple of them, but uh, wind was bad or something. Stuff didn't work out for me, but it was a good day just being out in the woods. Uh, had I think eight guys on the property we hunt, and uh, I would say there was at least forty deer seen between the eight guys. So. It's a, it's a good day, day for everybody. It's a good day. Yeah. I have a hard time with rifle season because I'm a bow hunter, so I oh, hunt yeah. the same as I do in archery as I do in rifle. Like I always worry, worry about my scent and like I want that 25, 30 yard shot. And I, I don't know. I don't set myself up. I guess like some guys would with for rifle shots where it's further. It's just I don't know. I, I hunt it a little differently, so maybe that's why I don't do well in rifle season. How's your, how was your scent there, Stinky Rob, the first day of... Uh, stinky Rob. <laughs> stinky Rob, Rob. Um, how was the first The first day was pretty good. Uh, the morning was good, I'll say. Well, the whole day was good just because it was out, but the morning was good. Got to stand probably a half hour before light. Had three come in right before 
shooting light or what should be shooting light um, came in behind me and then I saw I saw a nine deer between daylight and ten o'clock and then I didn't see anything else the rest of the day. But that's I mean that that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good day. Pretty good first morning. Well yeah, I mean you always get that guy that shoots way too early and then you always get that guy that has like unlimited clips. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. You know, you hear yes. that out you're like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and it's coming from the same spot. It's not a line of <laughs> Listen, people and you count thing. them too. You sit there and you count the shots and then you hear five and then you hear that dramatic pause and then you hear <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You're like, dude, he just went through two clips. Semi autos. <laughs> Some auto pump guns in Pennsylvania. <laughs> just hold the trigger in and clock. <laughs> some big, some big bucks have been killed though. I'll tell you what, we've had some, some lot of nice deer show oh, yeah. on the page. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, biggest one was the one I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the, one of the biggest one was the one that was somewhere in Blair County. There's a big one in Blair County. That wasn't one of the biggest ones. I'd like to know where that one was. That, I mean, that was that was one of the biggest big. That, that was a Big typical buck. You can't even get it out. That's but big it from, was. <laughs> <laughs> from a from a just sheer like score size standpoint, there yeah. probably I've seen probably half a dozen to a dozen. Just like if you look at it, you're like, oh, that was shoot, shot on a farm. What was up with that one? That was that big club headed looking thing. The double drop or oh, the one with the it weird was like growth yellowish growth. Yeah, I mean oh, that one was from uh, the twenty seven point. Yeah, yeah dude. Was, I mean, yeah. listen, I. 2G, is that right? That, it, I think it was 2F. Uh, 2F. 2F. Or 2F. High fence. Well, no, I mean, I, no, I, I dude, that's I, that's I an that's odd. A, that just, is that's an just odd an abnorm- buck. Abnormality. I think that my cousin knows the guy that shot that buck, so I nope. could. Find I mean, that. I'm just curious because you listen. I didn't think about that until you just said it. It could. I mean, I don't know because I'm interested in knowing that because when you, you look at the mass that deer had, dude. It was it, like when I when you see bucks like that that are shot. Like six or seven of them, I'm like, every time I look at and look at them, you're like, oh, that's got to be a farm buck. Got to be a farm buck. And the, it's legit. I mean, the majority, if you look at our page, the majority of posts in relation to guys shooting bucks yes. like that is, oh, that's Photoshop. Oh, how much you pay for that? Oh, I, would, I wouldn't be proud to shoot a deer like that. Yeah, stuff dude, I'm like pulling that. the trigger. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, as you read through the um, comments on the picture, Somebody or multiple people verify that yes, this was so and so shot this buck on public ground or in game lands, or and this is like, what, well, farm, the, what farm did that escape from? Also, the, <laughs> the pictures that uh, you see typically coming from a, an outfitter's or a fenced-in deer, you know, whatever you may doing, may be doing, but uh, typically they don't got them at the field in the field. They don't. They have good pictures of them. This one was on the back of a trailer behind a four-wheeler. The first picture I saw of them. Okay. Um, next picture was in the bed of a truck. It looked like it was maybe at a butcher shop or at a barn. Um, so, you know, some key, key points there. Maybe it wasn't, or I would assume it's not, uh, killed in a high fence area, but. Are you talking about the gnarly horned one that we're yeah, talking about? I'm, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, when you see it, when you see a deer like that, there's a couple of things that come into, and come into play. I mean, for the amount of mass and growth that he had, yeah, yeah. A, he had to be a mature buck. Oh, yeah. To he grow that, old. to grow he horns there because yeah. it's going to his buck. antlers and not his bones. And the second one is, is he, that deer was eating some mighty, mighty good stuff. Whatever, whatever food he was putting in. Uh, he wasn't eating buck balls though. <laughs> he wasn't eating buck balls. Nobody uh, <laughs> even knows what that means. Nobody, we'll but that, hey, we'll you know what? You heard it here first, so just just, just think about keep it. it. Keep that. <laughs> keep that. If you hear that somewhere, but uh, 
When no, you're a big I, bucks, you need buck balls. Listen, there's been some just some some beautiful deer yeah, shot this year. Animals. I've I've amazing seen a bunch animals. of pie balls this year um, being harvested. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple of pie balls, a couple of pie balls. Um, you know where you can go to see some of the biggest deer ever shot. Well, you meant not ever shot in Pennsylvania, but over the last. Don't give them the address to my house, please. Over the last. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of high fence, I mean. Um, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> no, uh, if you go to, uh, somebody told me about this site. Uh, I think it's called the Rut Report, PA Rut Report dot com. com. Oh yeah, I've heard of that place. They're talking about this trophy room page where it just had all oh, the biggest bucks shot in Pennsylvania over the last three years. I was like, no way. And then I went there. Sure enough. Sure were. enough. What's I go that, there every day just again? to make myself feel bad. <laughs> what's that website again? www. I think it's PA Rut. Report, I think. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Heard it right here. And you right know, what, you know report. what? I looked, I looked at the site, and I was like, mm, these guys are pretty legit. And then I was like, oh, I can click on a link and sign up for a rut report. Okay, I'm gonna click on this link and sign up for a rut report. So I did. You know what? I haven't gotten a rut report yet, but I hear gonna be, <laughs> gonna be, they are gonna be pretty stout. <laughs> oh. So I think, I think if, if we're talking about um, rifle season, one of my <laughs> favorite things about rifle season is the complaining. Some of it's justified, but if you if you're on our site or if you're on the Facebook page reading the posts, there's always in the in the roll calls, there's always two or three guys that are like, "These sons of bitches! I've been at I understand and seven thirty in the morning, five of them walk through like freight trains, spitting and cussing, <laughs> and it's just like." Oh. It's at 70 yards from me. I love the guys that take pictures Dude, of and take pictures <laughs> of the dude just of sitting like, there. What did uh, you see today? Uh, I'm sitting here this dude. See, I saw this guy. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll throw this out here. If you go back through our roll call feeds and you find yourself as one of those dudes in one of those pictures, if you're man enough to uh, call yourself out, we'll give you a free T-shirt and a window decal. Dude in the picture. Dude in the picture. The dude that's, in that the just picture. ruined the hunt. And just like just like the pictures of the non-typical bucks that people are like, oh, that's high fence, you have to have somebody vouch. Somebody else in the string has to vouch that that is actually you sitting 30 yards away from the guy that was flashing a flashlight at you for 20 minutes. <laughs> and you decided <laughs> that must just be from the highway. <laughs> this car's going past. <laughs> Blinking stars. <laughs> that must you know, be one of them, their towers. It has a light on the top. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I never saw like a uh, a picture of, let's say, a 40-year-old Mike Beerich, uh <laughs> holding up like, <laughs> you, know. You, know, holding up the, you know, those guys are out there shooting the world's tiniest eight point. <laughs> and I never see a picture of the, you know, the guy holding the world's tiniest eight point. Um, I would like to see them, though. And I, th- I think that people think that maybe they can only post bigger boxes. Well, listen, wait, 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 wait. I will do my best the next two days to do that for you. I hope you do. That would be <laughs> No, it's not going to happen, dude. Picture. I'll make him look big. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> look at my 47-inch eight-point. He's a giant. <laughs> so you're saying... I'm saying that I, I don't think that people... <clears throat> I'm sorry. A little bit of a cold, but I don't want people to think that they only have to post... Big bucks, mature bucks on our page, but no matter your age or how many years you've been hunting, we like to see the pictures. So, so you're, you're saying that, that the, the 40 year old stipulation was just a jab? Yeah, it's okay. I, I'm okay with it. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah. 
No, I'll tell you what, though. I, there, there's been a lot of kids, even in rifle season. There, there, there's been some hammers, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was yep. just one on there the other day. That, that The seven point? Yeah, dude, that was nice. Was nice buck. I'm like, can I hunt with you, kid? Like, and I love the, hey, if you're I love hunting, the kids with the, uh, the parents put the strip of blood under their eyes. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The, now, listen, if, if you're hunting with a kid, let me ask this question. If you're hunting with a kid, right, you both are in the same blind. You both have a gun because you both are hunting for bucks. Does it come a certain age where you're hunting with your kid? Say he's over the age, what, 16, you can hunt by yourself, right? So say you guys, you know, your kid's 17, 18, you guys are sitting in the blind because you're doing that father-son thing. Dude, that monster comes in. Do you push your kid out of the way and shoot it? Well, I have a story about that. Not for me, but uh, my uncle was hunting with his son. It was his son's first year hunting. Uh, I think he was 16 years old. Um, they had a group of deer come through first thing in the morning. Uh, the one happened to be a monster 10 point. Um, uh, he was telling him like, Hey, right there it is. Do you have it in the scope? And Jay was saying, no, I don't have him. I can't find him. I can't find him. Uh, and his dad was like, Jay, you have to get on this deer. You have to get on this deer. And he's like, I can't find him. I can't find him. He's like, Jay, I have to shoot this deer. If you don't get on him, you have to get on this deer. And it was right at that moment where it was the last chance they were going to have to shoot it. And my uncle said, I'm sorry, man. If you can't get on him, you have one last chance. Get on him. Nope. Crack. And he shot him and dropped him. <laughs> Funny part, right behind him, an eight point came out. And Jay goes, there's an eight point. And his dad's like, shoot it. You got him in the scope? <laughs> yep. Boom. He shoots it. At ten point or an eight point land there, half hour That's in cool. the lake. Yeah. That's cool. So he was happier now. But, I mean, Put his dad around. was like, I was trying to give him the best opportunity he could. And I couldn't let this one go. And, I mean, you know, if you're hunting with a kid that's old enough to handle a gun on his own, Make sure you take a rifle with you. Moral that story. <laughs> moral that's yes. <laughs> Good moral. Good moral. So, yeah. I had my kid out today. How was that? It was good. Um, only about an hour. He got off school. Got him ready. Got him up in the woods. Um, good father-son time. Uh, that's all that really matters. We didn't see anything, but it's... Uh, they're very fidgety out there, especially sitting on the yeah. ground in the open. You That's know? what I was just going to say. You At least a, it was a nice day. It wasn't, oh, it was it wasn't too frigid. No, he had his winter coat on. We both had jeans on. It was good. Um, he didn't get cold. He was uh, just hanging out. and I'd say, see a deer out there? He'd look up for five seconds. Nope. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't see one either, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel bad. Where's the deer at, Dad? Come on, Dad. Yeah. This is crap. Yeah, it was fun though, man. Had a oh, good yeah. time. Took a walk, oh, yeah. took a long walk right at the right at the edge of darkness and uh walked up on this field and it was light out. We kinda sat there and it was it was a good day. Good day. I had my five year old out in archery season sitting in the ground blind. And uh he'd been out with me two times before that, but this was the first time he was out with me this year. And he sat there for probably two minutes. And then he got up and he was picking up sticks, unzippering the blind windows and zippering <laughs> them up, coming over and leaning on me and going, when are we leaving? I'm bored. I'm bored. And I was like, you little. But, yeah, I mean, that's relevant. It's, I think, an important thing to take into consideration when you have your children out hunting is there's probably a median age where they really start to appreciate it in the manner in which you appreciate it or oh, can yeah. actually sit there and be still and focus i can or, remember hunting when i was 12 to 16 years old and that uh, you're uh 
uh, it's just you, you're impatient. You, you can't oh, yeah. do it. You can't. Oh, yeah. When you don't see anything for two hours, you're you're basically I mean, I'm done. Still, your head's done. Yeah. Listen, it's, you know? it's, it's I, hard. now I can sit there from dark to dark. But. It's hard in rifle season for me to sit all day. Yeah, just because archery season when I'm when I spend the most of my time in the woods, it's the rut. So anything can happen at any moment. That makes it easier in your mind to stay there because you're just like. When you, when you do get the thoughts of man, I'm getting down. Oh man, but but that big but, buck could but, be right there coming up the ridge. You know, rifle season. This rifle season is a totally different animal. Um, now I, I will say one thing. I have noticed this year versus the past couple of years, I've been seeing because I travel for work, so um, I've been seeing more vehicles out more consistently. Um, the first day I saw I saw a lot of vehicles. Now I mean I was 45 minutes away from from home driving to my hunting spot and. I've, every time I've been out, I've been hearing shots, and I've only been out three times, but I'm hearing shots, and, you know, I'm seeing people every day on roll call. There's a lot of people out that hunt rifle season. Like I said, I'm not a big rifle hunter, so. Yeah, I mean, rifle, I'm not a, archery's my passion. Um, muzzleloader, flintlock season takes a close second. Um, rifle season is more a morale thing for me, uh, getting out with the guys and, and hunting, but. Um, I tell you what, whenever you don't have that buck tag punched, it's a little more exciting going out there than, than, you know, if you're going out to shoot a doe or just going out hanging out with a guy sitting with a guy that has a buck tag or whatever. But um, it definitely is a little more exciting knowing that that big one could walk by. You have a rifle, you can reach out there and touch it. It's it's a little different different situation. I've been seeing, too, that the, the time of day that some of these – Nice bucks have been being killed during rifle season. I kind of pay attention to when the pictures are and what time people are putting. It's mid to late morning as I'm noticing a lot of these deer being harvested. If what they're, you know, what I'm just gathering through the rut report, not everything is that, you know, first thing in the morning, right, right when it breaks light, it kind of makes me think, like, maybe I'll sleep for another hour and then go out to my stand. It's valid. That's valid. So uh, getting in there, they're letting them bed down and then they get back up again. That's at, um, yeah. On Saturday, uh, we had eight guys at camp, or seven guys at camp, and nobody saw a deer until 9.30. We were, get, we were on the radios going, what's going on? You know, we should be seeing deer. And then all of a sudden, it was like a light switch. Everybody started seeing deer, two bucks down and two does down. Was that after, did they get up and start moving after the frost kind of melted off a little bit? Off the yeah, ground? I mean, it was 9.30, the sun was out, it was blaring, and uh, they were moving. So, yeah, I guess it was when the start, frost started melting. It was a good day Saturday, though. Good day. I tell you what's been, shots. I'll tell you what's been uh, unfortunate here, at least around where we're at, is the thickness of the fog in the morning oh, over the last three or four days like you call if you took off for this part of rifle season i feel bad for you and you're in our area i mean some days i'm driving away i mean you couldn't see 20 yards in front of you i've had countless people ask me did deer move in the fog i'm like i don't know i don't think we've ever had fog this bad in rifle season <laughs> if they do like i haven't seen them yeah, like, I, yeah I don't, you can't see them anyway so yeah no they don't how about that no they're not sneaking by me. I'm a, I'm a hawk out there. Hawk, yes. <laughs> I got the elevated position. I'm above yes. the fog. Are you guys stand hunters or, or ground hunters in rifle stand. season? Well, start, I start in a stand all the time, and then eventually I get tired and want to move around. Then I get down and walk. Then I get back. I'm in a stand. So I'm a little bit of both, I guess. I'm a ground hunter. Rifle, ground, all the time. So you said you was hunting out of a stand for the first time. Yeah, I didn't like it. I switched to the ground on Saturday and shot deer. 
Question. She's like, that stand thing doesn't Question. work. Question, though. What did you not like about it? Uh, just the area I was in, actually. Oh. It, it, it all depends on where you're at. Right. Um, the area I was in, there's a lot of grapevines up high. So the higher you get, the more visibility it takes away, or shooting winds takes away yeah, from you gotcha. uphill and stuff. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't real good. Great archery stand. But gotcha. That's one of those, yeah. that's, see, that's why I think I hurt myself a little bit because I set up in my archery stands. It's first year hunting this new, that, that my property that I'm on for, with rifle where I've hunted for, you know, with archery and it's, all my stands are set up for their bow stands, so it's archery like, stands totally different than a rifle stand, and you know it's a, you can think like oh I'll get up in this stand I can see a lot, and you can see a lot with a bow because you're shooting thirty yards, you know if you're lucky forty. Uh, when you have a rifle in your hand, you can reach out there and shoot them at one fifty, or uh, you know if you have you know if you're in PA woods, one fifty is a good shot. Uh, without having anything in your way. So, you know, you can shoot 150 yards. You can set up a little differently. Longest shot. Longest shot I saw on any post so far this year is 400 yards. How about that guy with the – he didn't yards. say, he just said long shot. He had he was sitting on a cooler, and there was a bench there, and he had a – you could tell his rifle was set up for it. It was a big uh, – it was, it was a nice-sized gun, long-wise gun. Uh, had a big, fat stock on it, square stock. This was on our Yeah, it was on our page. Picture on our page. I don't remember. It just said long that. range shot, and then didn't say how many yards it was. But um, I think that's cool. A lot of guys think it's they they don't like it. I think it's cool. You can pop on six hundred yards, dude. I'd like to see that. It I is think cool. It's, I think it's pretty cool too. But it falls back to I mean, it falls back to the same thing as taking a forty to forty five to fifty to sixty yard shot in archery season. I mean, yeah, but not if you have the right equipment to do so. Uh, well, yeah, I, I suppose the majority of people that are taking shots that far are comfortable and confident in the fact that they can gauge correctly where that bullet is going to hit. But <laughs> I want to know if it was if it was offhand or if it was you know because listen, he shot from the hip. It was like an old school western. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you, you know, I don't know how you guys are, but after I sight my guns in, I always take that at the range. I always take them two or three shots offhand just to see because on a bench, yeah, it's hitting dead bullseye, but now let me see what happens when I hold it and oh, try yeah, to take yeah. the shot. And you that's not even including the, the, uh, the adrenaline of, you know, being a, a deer. Yeah, I mean, you're offhand most time in the woods. Unless you're in a stand set up, they're going to walk yeah. out right there, right where you think they're going to walk out, and that never happens in PA. So I was, I think every single deer I've shot with a rifle, I didn't have a rest. I was 15 so. years old, 15 years old, and it was in the middle of the day, and I was walking to another stand, and the other stand that I was walking to, my uncle happened to be in it. So I got about, I don't know, 60 yards away from him, and he shot from the hip. Like an old school western, he had a lever action thirty thirty. I was like, "What in the world was he doing?" He, he shot a deer from the hip, killed it. It's like you really took that shot. I was thoroughly impressed at that age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was, look, I'm a, I'm impressed at this age. Like yeah. at this go. age, I'd be like, yeah. "Okay." Yeah. I I noticed that the first day. Like my, I, I've changed a little bit. I've changed a lot. Um, you know, having those bucks, I could see brown in the scope, but not not being able to know exactly. You know, I tried the whole be in front of the shoulder, pull, the, take the scope up to the uh, the sky to get an extra light, bring it down. I just, I, I could. There would have been a time I would have taken that shot in my in my in my hunting career. Yes. Yeah. 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 I should have taken a shot on Tuesday. <laughs> I guess. After you showed me that, yes. Come on, man, that was a management buck. 
No. That thing would have lived to be a giant. Giant. Would have grown up in a giant. I'm, I'm impressed with the, the change of attitude. Uh, you know. He's, he's yeah. growing up as a hunter, Mike. He's growing he's up. Grow, he's grow, like you said earlier, he's growing up too fast. Yeah. You are. You are. I'm worried about you. I got. You said. You said. <laughs> I got two nice bucks hanging on the wall for rifle season. You said. Uh, you said. Uh, you that said, came from rifle season, and I think I'm not going to shoot one that's much smaller than those. I think it was the last episode. You said he came out a man. Oh, did you? That was you. Oh, I said he came out yeah. a man. Oh, last yeah, episode with the uh, outdoor city guns. Back. He probably did. We don't listen to our podcast after we record. <laughs> yeah. If we do, we just try and forget. forget. It's not worth it. <laughs> Drink it away. Jeez. Drink it away. I will say, dude. That, that, there seems to be more traffic this year on the page in rifle season. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to build every year. Yeah, every from, year, every year we grow by about five thousand. I think we people. started in the beginning of archery. I think we were right above eighteen thousand people. Yeah, and now we're at twenty three and some twenty three and a half. So twenty three and yeah. some change. So I mean, I, we're building every year. Um, I think it'll still continue to build. Um, Facebook will stick it to us again and take another grand or two from us. Uh, but ultimately, a grand or two? Yeah, you're saying like we spent a grand for Facebook? No, 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 Facebook? no. They took that many people from us. Oh, I thought you were talking money. Okay, no, no, no. Now, no, no, now it makes sense. They took that many people away from say, us man, because of their new policies. You're making us sound way different than what we really are. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Yes. So they took that many people away, but they in the right in the arch season. Then again, they're going to remember us if they you know follow us and we'll get back on there and, and sign back up. So. We'll stay on all year because I mean we we have stuff going on all year now. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? We're year round. We're year That's round. why we're hunting, fishing, and outdoors. Hunting, fishing, and and outdoors, and outdoors, and outdoors. Camping. We are hiking. Fishing. We are at certain points in time the number one podcast in the nation in the outdoor category. On podcast. At certain, at certain periods. <laughs> at certain periods. Yes. On closed site. So as you're <laughs> as you're as you're listening to this, uh, just know that you're part of part of that fact, which we're very appreciative for. Yes, thank you very much. Is it I, I don't know, it's just me. Or is it like do you guys notice like the enthusiasm just doesn't seem to be there for rifle season as it is for archery season. Well, it's a different kind. I mean, it's it's a different kind of season just because you get those people that aren't. I won't even. Say, I won't say they aren't diehard hunters. A lot of people that hunt uh, guys that are guys and girls that just hunt rifle are diehard hunters, but you don't get the same. Um, Struggling to find the correct word I'm to explain. Struggling to find words as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like he's going you somewhere. don't, you don't, you don't get the same type of dedicated hunter in rifle season that you do in archery season. In my, in my opinion, I think to to be an archery hunter, it takes a one much more practice. Two, it's a different time of year that you're hunting, uh, and because you're hunting during the rut. I think it's kind of your senses are a little bit up. I mean, rifle season, a lot of people, a lot of people are out in rifle season. The pumpkin patches, as Pierre up Brad puts it. Pumpkin patches, pumpkin Pennsylvania. Patches. So on that same note, I have a lot of buddies. Yeah, I have a lot of buddies that hunt archery season who despise rifle season. Rifle hunt, they still hunt it. They'll still hunt it, but. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't have the passion. I like it that I have for archery. Like this morning, I was yeah. off. I woke up at five o'clock. I was, you know, getting ready to go. I was going to go hunting. Yeah, no, I just slept in. I got killer over here. I got to put a safety on his 
You got to sit with him and put a safety back on. My buddy's sitting here. He won't talk on the mic, but anyway. Killer. Yeah. Killer. You can put a safety, put a safety back, back on, back on for him. Click it back on. Nice. <laughs> killer. Don't hurt yourself, killer. Anyway. No, it's just, you know, I just, I don't notice the, the, you know, the first day, it, everybody's all pumped up, and then it kind of like just, kind of like it dies off. And like I said, I'm not a big rifle hunter. My, yeah. Well, my, Saturday's my good. Saturday was good. We had a lot of, a lot of hits on Saturday. Um, with guys, of course, putting pictures on there and uh, comment on the r- rule call. Uh, uh, Monday, Tuesday were good. It fell off Wednesday, but I tell you what, this middle of the week, this week, uh, came back pretty good. I thought we had a lot of people tagging along on the rule calls and and uh, telling people what they're seeing. I think we had you know over a hundred uh, on Wednesday and today. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, pretty yeah. good. I mean, in our season we have three hundred, but there's a lot more. Uh, archery guys on our page, I believe, than there is rifle guys, you know. So, the rifle guys are also older guys that don't get on Facebook. True, true. A lot of guys don't, that used to hunt archery don't hunt anymore. They're rifle guys. So, like, they hit that 40 age and they just... Yeah, 42, 43. <laughs> right around forget there. about technology Roughly. and don't need it in my life. Yep. Uh, a lot of older guys out there. So, you talk about population in the woods going up. I mean, how many guys that used to hunt archery or just don't do it? Or, uh, you know, that are, like I said, I had a guy 73 years old and a guy that was 80 years old kill bucks at camp. That's a picture. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's all good for them. So anyway, we're going to, at the end of our, end of our first half here, episode 17. Episode 17. Uh, That's PA Rut Report, hunting, fishing, and outdoors. PA Rut Report. dot com. Yeah, PA report like on Facebook. <laughs> it's like it was pretty cool there for <laughs> yeah, a minute. Well, nice. It was nice. It was nice. It float. Yes, it flowed. Oh yes. PARutReport.com. PA report. Facebook. Facebook.com slash PA Rep Report. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back. Take a second now. Episode 17, Pierre Reports, Hunting, Fishing, and Outdoors. Still here's Mike, Pierre at Mike. <laughs> Still alive. <laughs> Pierre at Rob and Pierre at Brad. Bringing you back, second part, episode 17. Episode 17, apparently Pierre at Brad is not a Pantera fan. Maybe he is, maybe he is. More of a Metallica fan. <laughs> More of a Metallica type of guy. any rate, we are back. Softer, gentler. So... <laughs> You brought up an interesting point earlier, Mike. 
Do you have to be successful, or do you have to kill a buck to be successful? As a hunter. As a hunter. No. I I don't think so, but there seems to be this. Guys get, I don't want to say, I don't don't want to make guys feel uh, a certain way, but. um, (laughs) We're really beating people up this episode. Listen, we are. Um, I think there's a, a mentality out there, though, that based upon antler size that, Oh, hey, I, you know, I killed a buck this year. It feeds the, the Mego, the man ego, you know, makes you feel good about yourself. You know, I, I shot four doe this year and I'm all with a bow and I'm happy. Mego! You're going to have to give us a little bit of a explanation as to why you, or how you shot four does, because you sound skeptic, skeptical. Well, that I shot four does? Yeah. Two of them were a broadhead test yes. in a, uh, at a deer farm there you for go. hung among the broadheads. There you go. Um, the other two were my tag deer for harvesting, actually hunting, um, but all with a bow, which a lot of meat in the freezer. Oh, <laughs> love that freezer full of meat, Dude, don't you? It makes you feel it's good. nice. I but just filled mine. <laughs> just filled mine. But back to what you're saying, that whole being successful yes. thing. Yes, yes. As, as a bow hunter, you know, I let – I saw thir- 13 different bucks – um, in archery season on the property I hunt. Five of them were shooters for me. That was three and a half years or older. Um, couldn't get a shot on any of the shooters. Could have shot a bunch of the two and a half year olds. Um, I actually showed you guys some of the phone video I took of them walking right under my stand. Um, and then rifle season comes and, you know, I haven't killed a buck and I'm not the type where I need to pull the trigger just because it has horns on its head. Um, I still keep my principles of how I hunt in archery where I'm still trying to harvest a mature buck. Yes. But just because you don't harvest a deer does not mean that you had a bad season because you have to think of all the things that you got to even just be out hunting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, fa- the fact that you were out there, you were successful. More successful than the average Joe. Oh, there's a... The large majority of hunters that are going to go out this saturday and they're going to do the old term if it's brown it's down oh yeah it's on yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's on <laughs> it's like look it's on oh. oh i have tags and i'm not making tag soup this year and if it's brown it's down <laughs> the guy that let that you know let 18 little does go and uh and 15 smaller bucks in archery and rifle season, and now the last day comes around. Yep, you know what? That five point comes up, he's getting whacked. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it's it's frustrating that when you go out and, and, okay, we're out of archery season, I look forward to late season. I do. I hunt, I'm like you. I hunt flintlock, and I do take my bow out late season um, because the deer are calm back down. And that's how I like, I, I like that style of hunting. But it does get a little disheartening sometimes when you know you're out in archery season and you see a lot of deer and then you go out in rifle season and everything's either running 500 miles an hour or you don't see anything. But you're hearing shots all around you. I mean, those days get a little frustrating. And then you look and your buddy hunts one day a year, kills a 140-inch 10-point, something yeah, he, like that. He probably like walked into the store with his hunting clothes on and developed all the smells of pouring you know getting gas in his truck and i'm like i'm sitting there and like getting dressed on at your spot yeah like how does this happen (laughs) but hey you know what congratulations to him dude oh Oh, no 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 yeah that's that's one of the biggest he still sucks like i said said in the first half and we were kind of talking about one of the big grapes from my buddies who purely don't purely but mainly hunt archery uh that's the big Big, big uh, bitch about rifle hunters. Uh, he walk in in rifle season and 
first day, bam, there's the buck that the archery hunter has been seeing for uh, the entirety of the season, probably plus a couple months prior to that season. <coughs> and then uh, all of a sudden, that buck that they've been lusting for is now gone by a guy who hunts one or two or maybe three days a year. I mean, I can understand angst in relation to that situation, but yeah, I hear you. But, but congratulations, I mean, congratulations, congratulations. Yeah, and you know what? There's guys that that's all the time they get to go out. Oh no, yeah, yeah, that's very and, and like point. I said before. I, you know, it comes to rifle season, and, and I know we've talked about like management and stuff, and management for a lot of guys goes out the window in rifle season, like what you just said. Oh yeah. But when you can, you, you know, if it's a trophy in your eyes, man, and you're pulling the trigger, dude, let it be a trophy. You know, oh, yeah. Don't let I don't let anybody take that away from you. If yes. it gets your heart yes. pumping, shoot it. I think gets your heart pumping. Look, next two days, you want to make shoot sure, it? it's sure. <laughs> make sure first, even if it gets your heart pumping, make sure first that it's illegal, dear. Well, that's if true. If a spike walks by you and your heart starts pumping, don't just ring it. Oh, those spikes get your it. heart pumping though, don't they? Coming in all <laughs> bristled up. Slobbering, the slobbering spikes. I like to talk. The first running you ever, spikes. Did you ever talk to a deer when you were in your stand, knowing you weren't going to shoot it? Like, you ever have those like button bucks come in? They hang around your stand, and they just happen to look up deer. I, I had a six point come in last year. I was hunting every deer and, whisperer. No, no, no. Listen, the guys were hunting on another property. Um, I was on our lease, and the guys on the other lease. They came in and they loaded it up and they put a drive on. Well, they. A couple of guys had missed this buck. It was a small little six point. He ran across this field, came up on the hillside, and was 15 yards. I'm sitting in my stand and I'm looking at him, and I'm I pulled the gun up and I'm like, "Oh man, he's only six point." I put the gun back down. The guy below me on the other property is yelling, "Shoot, shoot!" <laughs> I look at the little deer. I'm like, "Uga, uga, uga!" And it takes off. And they're like, "Guys, thinking to himself, like, well, he's probably down there. Like, why the hell didn't you shoot?" It uga uga back at you. Nah, uga man, uga. That was a. Uh, um, I think it was Monday evening I was out and uh, hunting out of my, my old man's uh, luxury cabin. It's basically a shed 16 feet up in the air. Um, but there's been a spike that's been coming in past his shed pretty much every night. So it was right before, probably 20 minutes before dark, and I like to get down before dark and walk from the stand out to the fields just in case there's something out there. And uh, I watched this little spike come in, and he was feeding right around the bottom of the stand. And I opened the uh, door to the uh, shanty, and I poked my head out, and it was looking right at me. I waved at it, still looking at me. Closed the door, went down the steps. Still standing right where it was, still looking at me. And I turned and I walked, and the trail that goes up to the fields is probably adjacent to where the stand is by about 20 yards. So I start walking up towards the field, and the spike starts walking beside me at about 30 yards where he was standing from the base of the stand. And he he's getting closer to me as we're walking. So at one point in time, he was probably about 15 yards beside me. I was like, every once in a while, I'd stop and look at him. He'd look at me. I was like, this thing's going to charge me or what? It's like, should I bring a shot off just to scare him? But it was a kind of a neat experience. Uh, rare. I've never had a deer do that before. Uh, it's the, I guess it's the old man's pet. You but, just a deer whisperer. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yes. you thought it was me because I was talking about, <laughs> so you ever talk to deer? Unga, he's unga, he's coming out time. with like, unga, unga. either that or he thought you were breeding material. You know, maybe That's what I mean. Beat, he got beat like, up enough that he was like, you were looking good to him. Well, yeah, at one point in time he stopped 
and we were like staring at each other for about 15 seconds. Don't say it. And he started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, and you don't have to be lonely soft, yeah. Rob's hunting camp. <laughs> soft music started playing in the background. No, but he started walking towards me, and I was like, this is some strange activity from a deer. But anyways, that's that's the story. It was kind of neat, but that's a rarity. Rarity. Uh, on those, on that same, not that same note, but a, a note similar to that. He's all over the place. <laughs> that's because we don't have a script tonight. If you, no. if you know, if you saw the video that we have on our page today, did you watch it? Did you watch it with with the big buck laying down? Listen, I, yes, I, did. I saw that video the other moving. day from a different yeah, from yeah. where you got it from. So basically, ducking, it's a video. Ducking his head. Yeah, it's no, it's a video Sleep. of a guy who who is walking around this big. He was probably a twelve point. And the twelve point is laying flat on the ground, does not move at all, while this guy's walking around it back and forth for about two or three minutes. <laughs> Um, and a lot of the argument, I mean, the, what what they were trying to uh, get across was that the majority of time, those big big deer, mature deer, mature deer, they don't move at all. I mean, unless you step on them, they're not going to budge. They're not going to move. Um, and I've heard stories or heard about deer studies where deer can actually slow down their heart rate. When a when they feel fear feel danger, which in turn settles their body and keeps them calm, which uh, I'd believe that. I'd well, believe that. think about think about this: when a fawn's born, what is it? What is, what is its defense? Nothing. It lays there and it doesn't move, and it be, tries to become. I think that's that initial. Those mature bucks, man, they don't get big because they're dumb. Yeah. You know? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, and that's when I watched that video. That was because. They've learned, okay, my head's sticking up. I got this big gear sitting on my head. They lay down sideways. Now the antlers kind of blend in with the. So, I, you know, I buy interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's why I always heard of them laying in the goldenrod fields. Laying in the Bucks lay in the middle of goldenrod fields because their antlers blend in. Can't come Saturday, it's getting driven out. <laughs> <laughs> this brown is down. everything. I'm buying a drone. I'm going to get a drone and use it as my scouting brown tool. It's down. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. First guy to post a picture of drivers coming underneath their stand gets a free T-shirt. There you go. <laughs> Dude, I, listen, last year I was hunting on private property, right? And I'm sitting there in, in the stand, and uh, it, was the, it was the second to last. It was the last day. It was the last day of rifle season. And I hear ducks, and I'm like, and I'm on top of a ridge. So I hear, I hear ducks, and I'm like, there's no pond around here. Where the hell are these ducks at? Well, I heard ducks, and then I'd hear ducks lower, and I'm like, these guys are driving using duck calls to let each other know where they're at. Well, damn, these guys are driving. Smart ducks. idea. Well, no, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, <laughs> terrific idea. that's a terrific, smart, terrific idea. idea. It was terrific was until idea. the dude yeah. walks out of the freaking pine trees and I'm waiting for a deer to come out of. He's like, hey, did you see anything there yet, buddy? And I'm like, just your dumb ass. And then he proceeds to walk duck. straight across into the private property and they drew. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. But yeah, they use duck calls, so that was that was pretty smart because that way you yeah, know, that's a clever idea. Yeah, clever not idea. an unfamiliar sound in the woods. We got way off topic. We were talking about um, how to be successful, or <laughs> you have to be successful. <laughs> are you success- are you are you successful or not? But we're going to move on. We're going to move on from that, and I <laughs> want to talk about on every. I belong to a lot of different hunting pages um, on Facebook. Do you belong and, anywhere? And spe- is the question in, 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 <laughs> in Pennsylvania, but. Uh, um, the amount of hunters ripping, killing other hunters uh, about their kill or how they do things or 
I shot at a deer running or just simple things that I'm sure everybody has done in their career of hunting. May not be your way now, but you probably did it in the past. Yep. And now you're ripping on somebody else for doing the same thing. I'm not. I'm just saying. People out there. That, you know it's what? Tough. It, it's it, a tough. It's a tough world is very on tough. the old social media. It's tough. <laughs> Put it that way. Put it this way. You're either a Republican or you're a Democrat. Oh, my God. One side or the other. There we go. I'm an independent. I'm an independent. I'm an independent <laughs> as well. But no, there's always, there's always curmudgeons. There's always hunting curmudgeons. Well, is like, it jealousy? Someone could be jealousy. Is it just sheer? I feel better about myself if I start spouting off. Like I had, like I know something. Yeah. 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 Listen, you know, we talked about this in archery season. You know, when a guy shoots a deer and, you know, they wasn't, you know, it was a bad shot. Whatever happened, you hit a branch, it doesn't matter. And then these guys get on there. Well, maybe you shouldn't have taken that shot. Well, you should have been practicing. I guess you weren't practicing. You know, you're not sitting in, you're not that person sitting in that situation at that time. (laughs) You know, the biggest biggest bitches. That I can't stand. You have to tag him in the ear. That tag's on the antlers. Like, net, you know, I look at the, as soon as I look at a picture now, I'm like, no, somebody's going to say. Somebody's going to say that. <laughs> somebody's going to say that. That somebody, not tied right. Now, yeah. I understand that. I completely yeah, understand I that. Say, if, if you're we looking can all at it, see it. It's on the picture. We don't need to hear it. If you're looking at it from a pure, this is how the regulation is written. This is the way you should be because, in theory, that's yeah. the way you should, should be. should abide by the law. In theory, you should abide by what they tell you. That's You should be putting it in the air. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't. I, I, if I shot if I shot a nice buck, or if I shot a buck in general, I'd probably wrap it around the horn. Just if I'm getting it mounted, easier. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm putting it. Even my game tag protector, it uh-huh. wraps right around the horn. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. apparently only the one abide by the law. I put mine in the ear every deer I've ever taken, right through the ear, right like you're supposed to. And page twenty seven. Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> is it really page twenty-seven? No. no. <laughs> was, no hold on, dude. Like, if he if he knew that, I'm impressed right uh, there. I should have no. some research and pulled that out, but I didn't know that conversation was going to come up. Um, He's never read his rule book. No, but I did. I, I've had a couple people ask me, you know, or make comments to both ways um, about them making the comments that you know, hey, these people are putting these pictures on. Or I've heard that these people, you know, when they put pictures on and there's no tag in the ear, that the game commission's looking at that and they're going after for not tagging their deer. And it's like, come on, seriously, dude. Just be appreciative of the picture being put up there at the animal harvested. Seriously. Oh, yeah. We get a ton of pictures posted. It's, uh, I don't know. How many pictures do we have posted in rifle season? So well, I haven't counted. Lot. I haven't counted the amount of pictures that we have. Way too many to be posted. I mean, I feel bad. Last, I can't even pick well, one to we'll post. Say this. We'll say this. Last season, we had two thousand four hundred and thirty-six pictures submitted total through through yeah from season from season start to season end. Um, this year, just based on sheer numbers, I'd venture guess to say we have around three thousand, four thousand, somewhere in that range, just pictures posted, which is. Anyhow, a pile of pictures <laughs> to go through. A pile. Anyway, pals. The pile. Um, but anyway, pile of pictures on there. Uh, I got to go to the post by other section to see them because I cannot. Go to what what section? Cause post was, by others. That was really. It was like post by others. Post by other section to see it. Um, it's tough for us to pick one to post, and we'll probably only do one or two a day. So uh, make sure you check out that section on our Facebook page, and don't bash another hunter. Yeah. Hunters unite. Be friends with one another. That's true. Happy hunting. Yeah, I mean, like, happy, happy hunting. <laughs> happy, happy, happy hunting. hunting. Just remember, there's only two shopping days left for rifle season. Two, two shopping left. days. 
And I'm I'm kind of sitting there going like Saturday. I really hope that they make it. That is the deer. The trail yes. cameras go back up after Saturday, just to see what's going on out there. See That's, what made it, what didn't. I saw. What I've I'm seen a couple. In muzzle seen a couple half racks shot this year. I saw uh, two two really decent half racks that were harvested. The one he was broke off, probably three inches off the top. So I'm wondering, you know, what caused that. When I see when I see yeah. half racks that are broken off, what caused that? You know, that was did he get in a scrap with a another substantially decent sized deer? Or? Well, I I got a truck home the other day. Um, I didn't pick it up since last week of our, or the week after uh, archery season. Um, not many pictures at all. Over an old scrape, uh, still had a, a six point and a four point visiting it every day. Um, but or every evening, whatever it was, uh, but not a whole lot of movement. But I think the big boys are laying low. They know this time of year. Oh yeah, the pressure's on. <laughs> Guys start walking through the woods like if a guy walks thirty yards from another guy while he's hunting. Do you really think he's like he walks by a deer, dude? He's like they're everywhere. People, they're like damn people. But even on private ground too. I mean, those old bucks know those four wheelers running up through oh, there yeah. at five in the morning all it, of a sudden. And totally changes. People coming through the woods and those scents and everything like that. They're laying down, laying low, thick cover. It's like that video. You got to step on them to get them up. That's why a lot of guys aren't seeing. You know you. I can't remember where I saw it at, but it was an article on Facebook or the internet. Um, but you know, those bucks that just they don't they don't leave your property. They may still be there. They're just they know an area where nobody else goes. They're very Penn, rarely yeah. get um, you know. Penn State did that deer study where they tagged eighty deer throughout the state of Pennsylvania, um, GPS tracking, and the largest bucks I believe. I mean, some of them didn't move for days when the season started, for days. Um, and the older the buck gets, the smarter the buck gets, the lower its travel radius, or the smaller its travel radius Their gets. home area shrinks down. Their home area time. shrinks down within hundreds of yards almost yep. for some of them. So it's, I mean, unless you're, unless you're on top of it, a lot of times you're not going to see it. That's why they get as big as they get. And that, like... Me hunting this my archery lease for the first time this year in rifle season. The, the two times I've been out, it's I, I kind of like don't like it because there's nobody there to move the deer around. Yep. So you get public, you know, you get game lands or you get some ground where you have a, a a group of people hunting. Even if they're just walking in, you're getting some deer movement because you're getting some activity. Okay, where I'm yep. at, there's five or six people hunting. You know, depending on the day, there's only one or two. Those deer don't have to move. You know what I mean. And it's almost like a sanctuary for them because it's, it is so thick and it is so overgrown in some places where, you know, and they can move it all at nighttime and know they're, they're safe. Yeah. Yeah. This season, I'll say this season was, um, I won't say peculiar, but if you uh, listen to a couple of our podcasts ago, we were talking about the effect that the, the moon has on the rut and the effect the moon has on the deer. This year, there was a lot of season time where there was no cloud cover at all, so there was an abnormally large amount of nocturnal activity this season based on temperature and based on just clear, sheer clearness yep. in moon, moon phases. That giant spotlight was out. Yeah. The giant spotlight. Being the moon. The moon. The moon. The, the moon. moon. The moon. So it doesn't have anything to do with it, though. 
Huh? What? Not, not the Brady cycle. No, no. Listen, no. We're not getting in this conversation. It does not have anything to do with the breeding cycle. Nobody, I'm telling you. In uh, I don't want to get into the conversation. The rut has so. not okay. been yeah. more than a week off has the entire time. It. has nothing to do with it. Nobody cares about that rut. Or the moon anymore. It's over. Or the moon, yes. I hope they do. Brad cares deeply about the moon. So here's my question. What do you guys think about... I'm, I'm, I told you I was going to say it. What do you guys think about the uh, mad uh, rush to buy here guns? Here she comes. To about what? The mad rush to buy mad guns. Mad rush. Black Friday was the... Who had the largest number of I gun sales in the state of Pennsylvania. Monsters. Ever. Anybody who bought a gun within the past three weeks is in their in their right to mind. If you know what I mean. Buy as many as you can. Ammo <laughs> <laughs> up. What happened to them planes? Uh, Here's his uh, uh, so, up, so, up reporters, <laughs> <laughs> Pennsylvania, ammo, the ammo up. largest army. Here you go. No, well, uh, here here's some statistics for you. Um, uh, I'll say the QDMA estimated in 2013 that there were 20 and a half hunters per square mile in the state of Pennsylvania. There's 46,000 square miles in the state of Pennsylvania. That means there are about 1.2 million hunters, a little bit more probably in the state of Pennsylvania. And I made a rough, rough guesstimation on the average number of guns per hunter household, and I, I said four. Uh, I'm an anomaly to that. I probably have 12. If you get my old man's house, he probably has 30. But on, I would say four on average, so that means there's roughly 4.8 million guns in the state of Pennsylvania. That's a lot of guns. That's a lot, that's a lot that's of a guns. That's a lot of guns. Four point eight million guns, and that's not even that, that. We're just talking about basically. Oh yeah, hunting, hunting guns. guns. We're not talking You're about not, personal yeah. protection. No, yeah. We're yep. not. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, we got a, a, a substantial army in the state of Pennsylvania. Should we need to have this? So are we saying army. ammo up? Is that what we're saying? That's what you, you already said. Oh, okay. yes. Following <laughs> up on your <laughs> making sure I said that. <laughs> no, ammo I know. Up. Just uh, based, uh, based on our last. On our last podcast, you know, we, we were with Outdoor City, you know, so we were talking a little bit about that. And uh, I just noticed the, the mad the, the mad rush now for uh, for weapons. It's going to be the same thing. Uh, assault rifles, as they say, black guns, they're all going to go up uh, in price. Uh, people will be asking $1,000 for a $500 AR. Um, ammo is going to be non-existent. They're going to say... You know, we got a case of it in today. It's going to be gone. Um, it's just a big, it's a big thing that's going to go on. It's going to happen again. And I tell you what, now's the time to buy because if you want to sell it later, you can probably sell it for a thousand bucks. Five hundred dollar gun for a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> from this it. point forward, all guns will quadruple in value. I just want this country to be great again. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do, bro. I think we all do. <laughs> Choices are limited, there you though. Go. Choices are very limited. Um, but yeah, a lot of guns. A lot of guns in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, I read or saw an article and it, it, it broke down the number of firearms versus the general populace per state in Pennsylvania was number 11 or something like that. Really? Yeah. Missouri was number one. Now you got to keep in mind the sheer size of population right. against what the average person does in that population. I mean, the whole state of Missouri hunts probably sparse populations here and there. Yeah, and we have concentrated small areas with yeah. gigantic populations. Of course, D.C. was number two. 
<laughs> yeah. Do you blame him? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, anyways, ammo up. Ammo, as PA Rep Brad says. Ammo up. You can have all the guns you want. But if you don't have ammo for them, they're useless. Ammo up. That's why. That's Not why I just, necessarily. That's just why for Christmas I bought a reloading. You can beat somebody with them. I got a reloader. <laughs> the weight. The weight that shows reliability. Oh yeah, but I want to touch uh, on the uh, subject that we had. I don't know, 1.2 million guns in the woods on you the listening? first Monday. Oh, okay. I was listening. On the first Monday, 1.2 million guns in the woods on, a, and I don't think there was one hostile incident. 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 Yeah. I heard of one hostile incident. One. Um, there is no such word as incident. I was just no. moving around. <laughs> At any rate, you know what I meant. I didn't, even know, I, I didn't even know I said it wrong. Anyways, ammo up. <laughs> ammo up. So. Well, hold on. You mean people are actually being responsible with yeah, weapons? Responsible with weapons out in the woods. Wow. That's the way to be. Hunters Not everywhere. Hunters one everywhere. single incident. In the entire state of Pennsylvania, <laughs> oh, because that's that not me, not that's Rob. I'm just saying, and you were busted. I'm just like we was cool, dude. Whenever he screws up, I don't bust on him. For, <laughs> no, you know I mean? no, but you just come out of the blue and attack it's me because I'm old. I'm not, I don't I'm screw not, up. <laughs> any rate, um, yeah. No, I think it plays a part because you know that's that's something that you know it's, it's a good topic of conversation for us because we are hunting, fishing outdoors. Um, our passion is. You know, different types of weapons. We were, we had a little message going around the one night of, you know, we were all showing, it was kind of that Mego thing or man egos of, hey, this <laughs> is my gun. Guns. Taking pictures of our guns no, and right, sending them to each other. <laughs> I thought you were doing the dishes. I got to go up my gun safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got one pictures. Um, but uh, with the way things are going and the way things are speculative and, and it, even outside of that, you know, as people are buying guns, you know, do we have a responsibility because we have such a large audience to, you know, help promote the safe handling of firearms oh, yeah, and yeah. where to go for, you yeah. know, shooting classes? I, I, I'll say this. If, 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 you know, there was a little bit of conversation here earlier. If you're going out and buying a firearm and never have fired one or owned one before, do yourself a favor and sign up for a class. Yes. Don't let your friend or somebody who says, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Go get taught by a person who's a professional instructor. Well, so you take a look at this too. Uh, just the the sheer number of hunters that are going to be hunting uh, soon or are hunting right now that never grew up in a hunting family. That number is going to increase. The total number of hunters is going to go down, but the majority of hunters now um, didn't grow up with a grandfather that shot with him or a father that shot with him. They weren't out at age five, six, seven, shooting BB guns, shooting 22s, right. killing squirrels. A lot of these people are fresh into it, and God bless them for getting into it, but that's very relevant. You need to learn somehow to to respect what it is that you're holding in your hand because it is, it's, it's, a, I mean, it's a weapon. If you're careless with a weapon... Something bad. The probability of something bad happening goes way up. But going back to Brad's statement earlier, it's a weapon. One point two million guns <coughs> in the woods in the state of Pennsylvania, and I didn't hear of any incidents. I didn't hear of a single somebody getting shot, no. somebody getting hit by a stray bullet. I saw one picture, one post at some point in time of, and this was near Philadelphia. A bullet that went through a kid's window or something like that, which is bad. I think it was a car. It's bad. No, it was it was a kid's window. It was a it was the window of a child, whether it's real or not. Uh, it was a kid's window in a house. Was that a drive by or 
Well, it was it was claimed to be a hunting uh, hunting hunting. Wonder, out of those 1.2 million guns in the woods, how many of them were fired the first day? Well, That'd be I an interesting number. 1.999 million. One wasn't mine. From a first day standpoint, far less than there were last year. Yeah. Far I less agree. than there were last year, just because of the sheer fact that you weren't allowed to shoot a doe on the first day of the season in the majority of Pennsylvania. I agree. And that's yeah, a good thing. To I, I wonder how many people until Saturday. <laughs> I wonder how many people in the state of Pennsylvania shot a doe on the first day and never even realized that that was a change in regulation. Uh, this is the second year, I think. Is it the second year? Yeah, second yeah. year. Yeah. But either way, yeah. yeah. But yes, I agree. How many guys were mad because they didn't? <laughs> all they saw were does. We have a hand killer, raised. Killer, 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 killer on, was like, yeah. "What the hell's going on?" Killer. Then on Saturday, you see nothing. <laughs> we got to wrap it up. Is that what you're saying? You can just we say we got to wrap it up. We have to wrap it up, but we got to wrap it up. Okay. Well. Peter Mike's going to hunt in the morning. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not allowed to I wish fishing. you luck. This thing, we're, we're doing this thing on Thursday, so it should be posted up by Saturday. Friday, Mike, Peter at Mike is hunting. Yes, and Saturday. Hopefully he has a picture on there oh. for you guys Saturday to check out with this podcast. It won't yes. be if it's brown, it's down. Hopefully it's not a largemouth bass. I'm going after small. small mouth. I'm going after smallmouth. Threatening going smallmouth fishing. <laughs> so. I'm getting I'm getting fired if anyway. uh, I go fishing. I was <laughs> Thank told. you guys for tuning in. Appreciate it. Episode seventeen. Seventeen. Check it out. Outdoor City Guns out to Pennsylvania. Ammo up. Ammo up. Ammo up. Hashtag ammo up.